welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I want to talk about innovating spirituality. Enjoy! Are we recording? Yes, we are. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I want to talk about innovating your spirituality. So Earth has ascended to 5D, animals are ascended to 5D. We are the only one as a human being, you know, hasn't ascended, or some people did, but the point is, majority of us are hanging around between 3D, 4D, sometimes like go to 5D, that kind of thing. So let's talk about what spirituality means um, in more like 5D way of living today. So, that was your idea, Sue. So could you explain to our viewers what this is all about? Sure. Uh, you know, this kind of got started with a conversation my husband and I were having. And um, what we were noticing is that people in the spiritual community, which I consider myself a part of, um, but there are numbers of people who think that spirituality has to be done in a certain way. And my husband's point of view was that, well, if that's the case, doesn't that doesn't it then become like a religion, like a new religion, but it's a spiritual religion. And so we had this conversation and I agreed with that thought, because once we start putting rules into if you do this, then you're not spiritual. If you do that, then you're not spiritual. It does become religious. Um, and I don't go for that because any kind of thing that you have to do to be yourself, to be your highest self, to embody your highest self is not a rule. It is, it comes from within. So for example, if someone said to me, well, you eat meat, so your vibration is going to be low because you eat meat. If you'd be much higher, much more spiritual, if you honored the animals and, and didn't eat them. My response would be, first of all, the, uh, the souls that come in as animals know, they understand before they incarnate that it is, a especially cows, chickens, goats, anything that can be fish, they all know coming into this incarnation that they could be food, okay? And they've agreed to that. So there's that issue. Number two, um, my genetics are set up in such a way uh, we're old European. So I carry those genetics from way, way back and they ate meat and they ate cheese and they ate, you know, those kind of foods. Um, so that's what my body wants. And if the day comes that it doesn't want that anymore, I will honor that and I will eat whatever it's asking for. But the point is, it doesn't matter what you wear whether you smudge or not, whether you meditate five times a day for two hours, none of that, what you eat, it to become 5D and to your and embody your higher self, you have to go and listen inside because all of that's in our heart chakra. All of those um, qualities that we need to get to that place of higher knowing are within. And the more we honor what it is that our body asks for and that we feel like doing at the time, there are times I, right in the middle of the day I'm working, I'm doing my other job, my marketing job, and I just know that I need to rest like right now. So I will 
stop doing what I'm doing and I'll take my break and I'll go lay down and I'll just rest. And what's the difference like between someone going outside to have a, a cigarette break or a coffee break or whatever kind of break they're having and me taking that 10 minutes and going and laying down and resting? Or sometimes my body needs juice. I'll go get some juice. Whatever it's asking for, I honor it. So the point I'm trying to get to is that we need to stop as a spiritual community imposing what works and is right for us on other people. What do you have to say? Well, to me, I was told to stop eating meat by Archangel uh, Mikael, like uh, in the beginning of my awakening, because he was telling me something like uh, my body and my frequency of soul doesn't match up. So body has to catch up. So he told me to stop eating meat. That was really hard for me, um, but I stopped eating. And then I became sort of vegetarian, you know, um, I was like, you know, if you just want to eat the traditional Japanese food, I can deal with it. The point is I was craving for meat, right? And then around my birthday time, a uh, year later, I was invited to attend uh, Dr. Eric Carl's seminar, right? And I was selected to uh, participate in that seminar. Uh, he kind of taught me how to do a uh, reconnection. And then before he did that, he was drinking Coca-Cola. Okay, this spiritual person was drinking Coca-Cola. And then he was telling us about, hey, you don't need to put any kind of shield because once you believe you have to protect yourself from outside, you already created the reality you have to protect something, something from. Instead of you believe you are so invincible, nothing can touch you. So you don't really have to protect from anything. Exactly. So I was like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. And he's drinking Coke. So on that day, it was supposed to be my birth, happened to be my birthday. And then I decided to go out and eat the Korean barbecue with my girlfriend. That's what happened. And the reason why I kind of stopped eating meat at that time, because I, I can feel the vibration. And then I could feel the vibration from me and everything. So I can see all these vegan people get very emotional about animals. But at the same time, because my other girlfriends who are models start worrying about my weight. And when models are telling me, are you eating all right? That is not a good sign, okay? I was like, uh, I don't know, 90 pounds or something like that. And then my weight is usually 95. And 90 is quite uh, a little too thin side for me. So yeah. I went back to eat meat. Like um, I can digest well with meat, so I don't eat them all the time. But I went back to eat my white meat kind of lifestyle and then sometimes seafood. I don't eat seafood too much. You know, guys, just Japanese people, you think Japanese people eat a lot of fish and seafood. That's my grandmother's time. Most mm -hmm. of the Japanese people grow up with meat, just like soup. So <laughs> it's very difficult to stay away from not to eat whatever you're used to grow up in. And 
just because you become spiritual or something, it was necessary for me because my guide told me to do that. But your body structure, each person do have a different body structure um, because we do have a different DNA from our, I'm not talking about ethnical DNA, I'm talking about galactic DNA. So depends on which family tree you come from, you do have a different galactic DNA within yourself. So I have a feeling my mom's side had more of a reptilian DNA side, I think, right? So some people are okay with being vegan and they have muscles and they have no problem. They can be healthy, they can look healthy, they never lose weight. I'm not the kind of person who wanna be like that. So I accepted myself okay, I can still be spiritual, but I have to honor myself to eat a certain kind of uh, meat while I'm thinking, you know, chicken or thinking, I don't know, crab or whatever, and then eat them. And that's kind of my stance. Like, you know, some people say, if you eat this, your vibration goes up. It does have a truth to it, but, it's not you have to, you know? Well, it's you know, different. there's there's something to be said about honoring the animal and the plant, you know? Because <laughs> the, joke, the joke about uh, the vegans is, um, well, gee, you're killing the plants. They're alive too, right? Mm -hmm. So everything's life, everything's got life force. Yeah, And I personally really love the Native American way of honoring the animal that they're that sacrificed for them, which is, you know, they thank them for mm -hmm. the sacrifice. And so oftentimes when I'm preparing a meal, you know, whatever meat it might be, and it's not meat every day, too. There's another point. You know, like you said, you eat it when you feel like you're craving it, like your body wants it. So you say, okay, I'm going to eat this today. I don't eat meat every day. And uh, there are days where I very specifically feel like I don't want meat. And so listening to that inner internal knowing is what is ultimately going to benefit your body the best way. You know, so I just brought up food, but, uh, you know, I, I honor the animal and I know that that spirit that gave up its flesh body for me feels that it's an energetic meeting of the souls. And so we can transmute anything. We've talked about this before, where, whether it's water, any elements in the water that you think don't belong there, whether it's um, how the animal died, whether it's uh, GMO uh, vegetables or not, you know, that kind of stuff. This is where people get really caught up in worry. It's like, well, I don't know the source of this food. Guess what? You don't have to. If you really want to be spiritual about it, understand your own personal power and realize that you can transmute anything, whether it's in the air, whether it's in the water. And it's that vibration of knowing that you are perfect health and that everything you put into your body, your body can handle. That's the now I'm not saying go out and drink a cup of poison and then test yourself and see if that's gonna if you're gonna be okay if you can transmit this is not what I'm talking about I'm talking about basic principles of 
understanding that your body is much more adaptable and powerful than you give it credit for. Then a lot of things you hear out in the communities, um, especially the spiritual communities, they go nuts over this GMO stuff or, or water or this element in the air and chemtrails and all. Stop the fear because the fear is what causes your body to react to something. So this is why we say innovate your spirituality because they mean well. They, they, you know, people in the spiritual community mean well when they say these things, but it's all fear-based. Yeah, I see that. I see that. So, you know, people kind of start, like your husband is saying, you know, uh, sort of like trying to observe the ritual, like when you do certain things, you're more spiritual or whatever. Like you see some people, they love to meditate for two hours. I don't. Um, because of my practice, I decide to, because, you know, I, I like to um, be with client with very clear manner. So I do meditate every morning, but I do guided meditation, maybe half hour, maybe 20 minutes. I, I don't do two hours because I was never a meditative kind of person, right? Um, so some people say, hey, you got to meditate. Maybe some people love to meditate and they feel so good meditating like hours or two hours. Some people may not be fit to meditate, right? Some people cannot even sit there and then meditate. Like they may be okay with walking meditation or they are doing marathon and meditating or they are fixing cars and meditating. Yeah. It doesn't, or washing dishes. Right? Or washing so, dishes. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Or taking a shower. So yes. It, it's not everybody is fit to, let's say, practice certain spiritual method right so we can cultivate our own our own unique spiritual practice on your own doesn't have to follow like you know just because the majority of people are doing it yeah you don't have to sit in the lotus position with your fingers like this and do it for a certain amount of time right and i'm really glad you said that because um that's part of why people you know, maybe don't want to get into this because there's like a, maybe they think there's a time involvement or no, there's no set rules to this. And yes, there are spiritual practices that have been done for thousands of years that are effective, that are helpful, that gives us the guidelines on how to, but really what they were doing is helping us train our mind to be quiet and be more in touch with our emotions and be able to be more in touch with our inner voice. That's what those practices were all about. But you don't have to have a set schedule or a certain amount of time or do it in a certain way. We, we've talked about object meditation, right? So if something is really bothering you in your mind or you're upset or anxious or depressed or whatever, you know, take something in your environment that you really love, like your favorite painting or your cat or your dog or whatever brings you joy and focus on that object or a person, a person can be an object, you know, somebody that you really love in your life, you know, they happen to be there with you, just focus on them. And then it helps quiet the mind and get you present and in your body and feeling the energy that you wish to feel, not the, not the fear, not the uh, anxiety. And 
the other thing is one th about you talked about protection. I want to hit that topic a little bit because that was always always the way if you were going to connect with uh spirit if you were going to do uh, a meditation if you're going to try and bring any of the um etheric energies in always always you had to protect yourself you had to have your crystals and your ball of light and they're this uh, guess what in 5d and as we're moving towards 5d and the more we hold the higher vibration we bring our vibration with us and so all of the old incense, crystal grids, protection devices, all, all that kind of stuff is really not needed anymore because what we're doing is wherever we go, whether it's in a physical reality or the um, energetic dimensions, we bring our energy with us. And so if I'm in the grocery store and I'm maintaining my high energy, I don't need to put a ball of protection around myself because guess what? Those darker, lower energies are not going to be able to exist in the same space with me or you or anybody we're talking to. And so if you feel better about it, go ahead and do the white light around your colorful bubbles or keep your crystals with you. I mean, I'm not saying you have to throw them out or anything, but what I'm saying is believe in the light that and the frequencies that you now hold because they're true, they're authentic, they're higher resonance, and you bring your light wherever you're going, yeah. not the other way around. So you yeah. don't need, yeah, and the dark cannot exist where the light is. It, it, the light um, illuminates, you know, very, very generally speaking. So uh, it's just like if you brought a flashlight into a dark room, the room's not, you know, it illuminates the room. That's what we are. We're energy, we're illuminators, we're high frequency beings. And we're getting more and more connected to that high frequency nature that we are. Yeah. So instead of protecting yourself, you know, my personal suggestion is raise your vibration. And then how do you do that? Be mindful about your feeling. Like, let's say if you watch something, it's going to bring you down immediately. Or talk to certain people, it's going to bring you down immediately. You know, you know your core vibration. And then from there, you go down. That's not the way you want to stay around. And then when something triggers you, you want to feel it through and then clear it, you know, instead of uh, distracting yourself not to feel. And then focus on something makes you happy. So if you keep on doing that, I'm not saying speak positive. I'm saying be you and then focus on something makes you happy. Like I unsubscribe a certain youtube channel like last week me too <laughs> it's, it's nothing personal about it when i watch it it just doesn't make me feel good you know it just doesn't make me feel like a uh excited for the future or excited for the new beginning i can feel this new beginning thing after lion's gate and it's like so physical it and is. it's so close and it's so there so i felt like why don't i stay with any kind of content that makes me feel that way it could be how to be there it doesn't have to be spiritual content but any kind of a conversation any kind of topic makes me feel 
go down from the how I feel, how I want to feel. I just don't want to be like that, you know? And yeah, because every time we anchor back into that old energy, it's just keeping us there. Mm -hmm. and then, you know, like that that desire to have an update or where what's happening now, recognize that that's just keeping you back in that energy. And is that where you want to stay? Yeah, and then some of my friends, uh, they, they like to talk about uplifting subjects instead of, uh, you know, whatever we hear right now. In the last 18 months, yeah, all that crap. We feel like um, such a joyful conversation, just talking about what's happening in our life. It's super exciting. It's super like, I don't know, it's so refreshing to talk about something amazing, like positive news, you know, what's going on. It's like it's something, a little stuff in their life, but it's very positive. And then... Yeah. The environment I'm in, people are like that because I choose to be with people like that instead of like, you know, if I want to tune into something like what's going on right now, I can watch news, okay? I don't have to listen from- You know how to work the I channel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and there's a point there. There's a bigger point that you're making and I just want to say it in my words. Um, and I, and I don't mean any disrespect, but there are people that are so tied to a victim, victimhood. And, and it probably stems, if I'm being fair, from other lifetimes where they were actual victims, you know, for their spirituality. They were maybe burned at the stake or um, cast out of the society or killed in some way for their beliefs, right? So we've had lifetimes like that. And that's understandable. Mm -hmm. However, if we really want to move to 5D and we really want to be spiritual, we have to be willing to let that go. This constant mode of being, what's next? What's next? Oh my God, what's coming? How are we going to counteract it? How are we going to mass meditate it away? How are we going to, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a victim mentality that keeps you in that energy. And I say, let it go. It's because this is this is part of our transition to the 5d which is deciding that okay we're done with that that part of our incarnating experience is over now we're moving to a beautiful world where we're more compassionate with one another we help one another we we're community not because we look the same not because we eat the same things not because we have the same beliefs but we're a community because we're humanity and we care about each other and we all want the same things you've said this so many times and i think it can't be repeated enough every human being on this planet for the most part wants the same thing they want to be able to have health and comfortable living and family if they want that or career or whatever it is we want but we want to be able to be free to choose what brings us joy and that commonality brings us all together that's we have so much more that brings us together than separates us but we have to step out of that victim mentality we yeah. have to step out of worrying about what's the next shoe that's going to fall stop it stop it stop it stop it yeah, and then, you know, you guys, you know, especially our fellow Americans, 
Think yeah. about how our country has been established for. You know, this is a land of free. It's not ideal. It's not idealism. It's how this country is established and has been, and we want to keep it that way. So, you know, it is very important to Americans are pioneer when we look at the history of freedom. You know, any other country never looked at the freedom that way. You know, it's true. So this is a this is why America is a pioneer for shifting ourselves into 5D. This is why so many light workers and the starship are gathered in this country. Yes, this is very heavy density area. A lot of stuff is going on, but there's a reason why we are all gathered here. And then some of us, you know, want to feel, want to free, want to get out of wherever you are at, whichever the state. Maybe some of you want to free yourself to Florida or Texas. I do understand you guys, but there is the reason why you are at where you are at, because you Absolutely. are the light in your community. Yeah. We're the darkest. Okay. Yeah. And there is a reason why you are in your particular state. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. However, when leaving a place that you no longer feel resonates with you, I just think it's really important to do the gratitude. So, you know, I'm leaving New York to Florida, but I've, I'm giving my home, our property, the community gratitude for what it has provided me for 21 years, you know, actually longer than that, but this last 21 years in this house. And um, I really set an intention that the people that would have the house next would benefit from the love that happened here. The, um, the family, the way that we were with each other and the love that resides in this house, I want them to feel that. And Actually, we sold the house. Yay. And Yay. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited because the family that's going to be moving in here loves this house. I mean, they put a contract the day they saw it. So that makes me really happy. And I have gratitude for that, too. I said, you know, somebody that will really appreciate this place that I've made my home for so long. But, um, you know, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, we bring our light wherever we are. So if we're in a state where there's a lot of troubles going on, which New York's one of the best for that, um, a lot of things going on, um, we've been holding the light for that. Yeah. Stay strong, everybody. Yeah. But we don't have to, like, keep on being strong 24-7. We can bitch about it to our family members, our friends, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and don't we just <laughs> but you know that's just, that's stress relief and and there's nothing wrong with that either so um you know we're not saying to you don't feel what you're feeling as a matter of fact earlier erica you said just the opposite you know when something comes up and you get triggered about something go ahead and process what that's about you know so we're not talking about bypassing when we say keep your vibration high but you know, your point, and we've made this point so many times about as soon as you start feeling something you're ingesting, whether it be food or a TV show or YouTube or whatever it is, bringing you down. Yeah, when you start feeling it bringing you down, that's when you say to yourself, okay, I got the message. 
this isn't for me. This is not what's going to bring me to 5D. And um, keep listening to that inner voice. Keep uh, following your intuition because your higher self, and I, and I want to touch this topic very quickly because I think it's so important in this conversation. Whatever teacher you look to or a group of teachers or whatever, however many there are, you know, in the spiritual community, we listen to certain people and we talked about this. There are no gurus. We talked about this in another episode. I think it was earlier this year. So if you guys want to know, hear more about that, go back to that episode. It's entitled, there are no more gurus. Anyway, the reason we say that is because our teachers and we're teachers on some level and we've been taught and we've outgrown our teachers. That's the point. Anybody that comes to me for a session in quantum healing, my, my main goal in that is to listen to what they're needing, put them under hypnosis, help them get what they need, and then teach them that they're powerful enough to start doing this on their own. I don't mind doing more than one session. That's not what I'm saying. But my job is not to have a permanent client or a permanent student. I think the goal of any good teacher is for the student to then become the teacher themselves, right? For themselves, maybe for other people too. We don't want to have a permanent job with our clients. We no, want we to empower them. We're not going to have our job when we shift to five people real. I mean, you know. Yeah, we're going to be out of work and that's okay because we're going to be. <laughs> We're going to be provided anyway, so that's we're going to be provided for. So we're not worried. We'll have our feet in the warm water, and I'll have a a tequila in my hand and watching the sunset. Whatever, you know, I'm excited about it. But I I don't want to be in a position of um, always having to have the answer. And we have to be conscientious of the fact that we have our own answers. So even though the teacher is helpful. And uh, maybe bringing about concepts that we hadn't considered before or remembered in this incarnation. So they're reminding us of what we already know. That's great. But if we're relying on that person to get us through the rest of our lives and give us the answers, then we're not doing our job as human beings, as souls. We're not doing our job, which is we got our answers right in here. And we got to figure out how to access those. Yeah. And part of the reason why, you know, my program is six weeks, so you guys can be on your own after that, you know, that's really important. Because we do have our own soul contract, our own soul path, or our own soul journey, stuff like that. And then after a certain uh, level of spiritual growth, you know, we are kind of on our own, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like, hey, we don't need anybody. Of course, we get inspired by other fellow colleagues and the stuff like that in the industry, you know. It's nice to listen to other person's perspective and stuff like that. But, you know, like being on 5D is we are all spiritual. We are all equally, you know, unique uh, soul. So no one is above us no one is below us that's what 5d is all about and so 
this is kind of related to innovating our spirituality means you can practice any way you want to make you feel like high vibration as long as it doesn't harm any other people you know that's yeah. the way to go yeah you know the thing i love the most about uh church and religion was the community it wasn't necessarily the person at the pulpit what they were saying although sometimes i was inspired by that and that's like what you're saying occasionally you're going to run into uh, another spiritual person they're going to say something and they're going to light something up in you um you're going to get excited about it i'm not saying that but um i most loved the community just seeing the same people and i think that's what we're moving forward to again in a different way where there's no person at the front telling you exactly how you need to do it yeah we're we're, we're in a circle you know wow. we're in a circle and we're helping each other do it together mm -hmm. and that old saying it takes a community to raise a child i think that's true it does the the old energies were still very very authoritative and you have to do it this way and if you don't do it this way you're different or you're challenged or you're educationally um what's the word you can't say retardation anymore but you're all slow right. or all those all those things they used to tell kids that didn't learn in the same way like they they, they have some kind of deficit no we all learn in our own way. We all learn differently. And so isn't it nice to be in the circle? Mm -hmm. And so we can we can benefit from each other's strengths and learn the way we need to, not the way this this set way. Oh, you have to do it this way or it's not right. So that's what we're trying to uh, impart here today about innovating your spirituality. We it does take a community. And also, uh, I don't really think there's any leaders. I think you're yeah. your own. You're your own leader. Yeah, we all, we all, our own as our leader. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to talk about today, and then we'll bring a more interesting topic next week, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Good job. Thank you so much for listening. If any of you guys are interested in joining the membership, I made a membership for people who are interested in Ascension, Labant Ascension membership. So you guys can join that and uh, I put the link on the uh, description box. Alrighty, see you next week.